Welcome back to The Adults Are Speaking. We're your hosts, Kit and Lisa. And it's my motherfucking birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> if you've ever watched Vanderpump Rules, you know Stasi makes her birthday like a national holiday. And I do think that I take the complete opposite effect where I don't do or plan anything and I just get really uncomfortable <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> but I did take work off today. That was my big thing to do. I took work off. Uh, I woke up, went for my usual power walk, did some dishes, did some laundry. Did, wow, <laughs> real boring stuff. Fully adulting. Yeah, this is what, this is the first birthday that I don't feel the need to, like, go rage. I feel my age. I'm 33 today, and for the first time on a birthday, I truly feel my age. I feel more responsible. Ew. That's a good thing, I think. I guess. I don't know. I thought I'd be more fun. 33 is an interesting age. Usually sometime between, I think, your late 20s and your mid-30s, your eyes start opening. Oh. And you just start reflecting a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would say that the past year has... Yeah, yeah. No, I get that age range. Yep. It feels like it's my 49th birthday, but I'm Mm -hmm. 33. Yeah, you're really trying to figure out who exactly you are. And uh, that's always an adventure. Yeah, it really is. Especially within within the past year, I was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. So <laughs> also trying to figure out now that we have an answer for like a lot of my weirdness. Not that it, well, yeah, I mean weirdness, but a lot more makes sense now. So now trying to figure that out as well. It's like, oh, I did this because I just had undiagnosed ADHD my whole life. So now you throw that into the mix. And yeah, we're, it was a year of reflection. It was certainly a year of reflection. I think there were many a good lesson learned. And I think that, yeah, I'm stepping into a new level of life. That's this, good. Yeah. This one mostly tired all the time. For now. I was thinking today, because um, one of the first things I said to Kit when I saw and spoke with her was, wow, I feel exhausted, but it is what it is. What am I going to do about it? Let's, let's keep going. Here we go. Here we are. (laughs) Yep. Here we are. This is just the feeling. And to go back to our commandments, we know we're violating our own commandment right now. We're being little whiny bitches, but a bitch is tired and a bitch would love a nap. (laughs) But a bitch ain't got time. It's summer at the shore, and there's no, there's Jesse Spano. There's not enough time. It's it's that episode of Saved by the Bell. (laughs) She's got to wash her hair. She's got to get to the max. She's got to study. How will she get into Stanford? That's right, the caffeine pills. It's a tall order, tall list. She's so excited. She's so scared. Yeah, so what I was thinking, uh... In regards to all that, you know, we're tired and everything. I was like, well, you know what? Because they say that you manifest everything. So if we keep saying we're tired, are we really just this manifesting? Like, we're are we speaking tired? It, yeah, we're speaking it into existence. Yeah. yeah, this is true. It will be what you make it. So. so I was thinking today, I was like, well, maybe I should say I'm rested and feel great. And chant that like 108 times. 
<laughs> I'm rested and feel great. Meditate it. Mm, speak on it. <laughs> speak on it. We'll let you know how it works out. <laughs> no, but you're right. Like, you become your thoughts. So if you keep putting that thought into the universe, that's going to be at the forefront of your brain. Yeah. And I, was, and I think my idea of thinking that, I, I hope that will help. I think it will help. So I'm going to try that for a little bit. Yeah. And see. I mean, it's really hard because those words, I'm tired, are always at the tip of my tongue mm. recently. Mm-hmm. Just waiting but to spill over. I got to give it a try. I got to give it a shot. So, I'm rested and I feel great. I'm rested and boy, do I feel great. <laughs> I, can f- it's, 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 I can feel it in my fingertips. <laughs> no, you're on to something. That is very accurate. I hate when you say you're tired in front of somebody and they're like, well, uh, I did like a triathlon the other day. Like you're allowed <laughs> to be tired just because you exist. You don't have to have three kids and like 17 jobs to be tired. You can just be tired. It's okay. That is very true. Very true. Also, it's not a competition. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure in the, everyone <laughs> is fucking tired <laughs> nowadays. And if you're not, then you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Because we need to know. Because <laughs> let me get your prescription, because maybe I should get those type of glasses. <laughs> Jeez. How was your holiday weekend? It was busy. We were really busy at my one job. I got out pretty late. But I my days off are Sunday and Monday, so it lined up nicely with the holiday. Went to the beach, went out to dinner... Relaxed with some family and friends. Nothing too crazy. That's good. Yeah. How about you? Work all weekend. And boy, you could tell it was people were on their vacations and holidays. Oh, yes, ma'am. Definitely got me thinking about our discussion of writing a bar etiquette post. Ooh, yeah. I think we're getting closer and closer to like having to tell you people how to act in public because (laughs) some of you just don't get it. Yes, I started writing down notes, actually. Ooh, you know you pissed her off when she starts taking notes. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got to go around to all of our other bartender friends on the island and see what they want to contribute to it. Because it should be collective. It Yes, we have an interesting group of other friends. Some of them are bartenders. And their opinions, some of them make me look like the calmest person in the room. And that's saying something. <laughs> so I can't wait to get them on a hot mic. So yeah, to, to be soon. Am I saying that right? I can't even think. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon will be a bar etiquette post. So stay tuned. <laughs> Guys... Work with us. Use your context (laughs) clues. Put together what we're trying to say. I'm going to try to finish complete thoughts, not just trail off at the end and leave a fill in the blank for you guys to guess the last word of the sentence. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So we're getting older and you start to think about things and you get different perspectives. And I think an interesting perspective Uh, And an interesting shift that happens in this age frame that Lisa was talking about was your friendships kind of change. And having and maintaining friendships when you're an adult is a lot harder than when you're even in your mid-20s. Like even when you're 
traditionally, if you're out of college, even those first couple years out of school, it's so easy to still maintain friendships on a very high level. But then you get older and you start to progress at different levels. And sometimes that can cause friendships to change. Having friends as an adult is not the same as having friends when you're young. Yeah, you definitely have different priorities too. It's a lot. You have to work at it. And it ties in very well with finding out who you are. Oh, yeah. Because I think you, when you put that, start putting that list together, you start seeing that there are certain people that maybe it's, they don't serve you no. you know, as well anymore. If, not that they don't serve you, but you're going to see them once in a while, but it's not like that I need. Yeah. I, that yeah. Need. Yeah. Um, my friend, when we were in high school, my friend had this poster in his basement that said, are you making friends or drinking buddies? And we always laughed because mm. it was so funny. But then the older you get, you do realize that a lot of what ties you to people is social aspects and gatherings, sure. uh, where not that you don't care to keep up with them, but it's, well, things change things. Yeah. And then you kind of grow and you figure out who you are you figure out what your values what your moral code is or your commandments as we speak of and some people are going to fall off the wagon like some people are just going to fall off your wagon of life and it's not a bad thing it's just it truly is the evolution hopefully of yourself and life and if you still talk to every single person that you've ever been friends with, first of all, congratulations. But second of all, have you grown at all? Sometimes, I mean, I've, I've seen it in my own friendships where I kind of switch on a light bulb and I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? Wait a second. What? What are we doing here? Right. This is kind of, when you said that social aspect of it, you know, this is in adolescence as well. Whatever you're doing, like your after-school activities yes. or what you do during lunchtime, it kind of determines like who you're going to be with. Now, let's say, you know, your fall sports vary from your winter to even spring sports. You might be friends with someone who's on a sport team in the fall, but by the time spring comes, you know, you're not really seeing that person anymore. So it just falls to the wayside. And again, what you said, it's not because it's a bad relationship. It just your paths are going in totally two different directions. Not to say that when you meet up again, it won't be exactly the same because a lot of people have that. They can not see somebody for, let's say, a few months, a couple years, and they can get right back into it. Like, not even a day has passed. Yeah, that's that's a sign of a, of a true good friend. And you will find those, and that is definitely one of the things to look for. Someone that you can pick right back up with, like, no time has passed. I think it's it can be jarring if you're a little naive to growing up because when you're young, you think everything is so concrete. You're, you're a little less jaded than when you're an adult. So your emotions are bigger. They're rounder. They're not as sharp yet. So you think, oh my God, I'm going to be friends with these people forever. It's going to be like this forever. And then you wake up and you're like, oh wait, shit. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. So you have to work towards the friendships you want to keep. And there are certain things you can do to sustain friendships as an adult. Number one is giving them the space to reach out 
And I don't mean like not contacting them, but if you don't, if you contact someone and you don't hear back from them for like a couple of days, don't automatically assume the worst. Everyone has their own pile of stuff that they're dealing with. And while you may be thinking about it, oh my God, they didn't answer. Are they mad at me? Like this person could have A, answered you in their mind and forgot to text right. you back. B, they could be in a place where they really don't have the energy and that's okay. Like you have to be able to accept that you're not always going to be able to give the same amount at the same time. But with that being said, there does have to be a a two-way street in adult friendships. I've seen a lot of people do the heavy lifting, the emotional labor in friendships, and then they get to a point where they can no longer do that for their own well-being. So they step back and then those friendships fall by the wayside because it was really just one person holding it up. And when you're an adult, you realize more that you have to be willing to do half of the work, like like any relationship. You have you to be put some effort Yeah, into you it. have to be willing to put effort in. You're not going to have as many occurrences where you see people, so you have to be able to make the effort. I feel like I'm very fortunate. I've been able to maintain a a good majority of friendships through the years. I still have friends from like ad, like adolescence, adolescence. I still talk to some people from high school. I still have friends from college. I still have all the friends I've met down here. So are all of those friendships now the same that they were when I first met them? No, of course not. But you're not the same person that you were. You know, it's okay to grow and change a little bit. This conversation is making me think about all the people who I have to reach out to. <laughs> because I really do really, really suck at giving back that communication sometimes. Especially with people who I only get to see once in a blue moon. And I think the majority of my friends and family, I think they know by now... If I, because I do express it usually, I think they know by now that I'm just not that great at it, but my heart is still there always with you. If you say you need something, damn, I'll be there in two seconds. I will pick up that phone. But I forget a lot sometimes. I'll start writing a text and I'm that person who just, oh, I texted you, but I never hit send. Yep. And I'm sorry. I really am truly sorry for that to whoever I've done that to probably everyone I think at some point or another <laughs> that's why our friendship is so funny because I'm the complete opposite where I'm like hyper vigilant about keeping in touch with people and then I get in my feels about it because I've realized as I've gotten older that not everyone is gonna be able to give you what you give and I don't mean like a, a give and take but like the way that you express your love language and your friendship isn't the way that everyone else expresses it and it doesn't make it bad but it's definitely caused me to kind of coil back a little bit as I've gotten older and not not give as much, but just kind of take a, take a couple of steps back, give it a wider berth. I've been trying to get better at letting people come to me and not always being the go-getter of it, which it's always, it's been, I've always been a very social person, but I don't know. I think I'm getting, I don't know, I'm getting weirder in my old age. No, I think that's a really important lesson to learn um everything sh- in life should always be balanced yeah and if you found yourself overexerting that energy towards it that's why you had this imbalance in, in those feelings of thinking that so in you learning that about yourself I think that helps you in the long run yeah and um 
you just better understand everything. This is how you need to move forward. And it gives you a little bit more time to kind of focus on you too. I agree with that. I think taking some of the energy that I was putting outward and putting it inward in the past six months has been really beneficial to me. I'm getting Zen now, guys. I don't know if I've told you. Um, we're, it's a whole thing. We are woo-sighing. We are trying. I have an affirmation calendar on my desk that I'm supposed to flip every day, but I'm pretty sure it's still in the month of May. So... <laughs> But we're working, we're working on it. We're working on it. Like always, like we always say, we're always working on it. But I do feel like this is an area that's not necessarily talked about in adulthood as much. And I think it's important for people to prepare themselves for the fact that your friendships are going to change as you get older. You know, if one of your friends gets married and, and you don't, there's no way your relationship cannot change. It doesn't mean that they love you any less or you're any less important. It's just that not everyone is always going to have all of themselves to give to you. So that is why it's important to make the most of the time that you do have with them, which I feel like we've both gotten better at is appreciating the time with the people when we have it. I would agree with that. We used to take that for granted a little bit more. Sure. Absolutely. The second thing when... Thinking and understanding adult friendships is that if you're not communicating how you feel, it's going to create such a passive-aggressive situation that could have been avoided if you just practice communication. Things are 20 times scarier when you're in your own head because you're allowing yourself to go kind of create situations that might not necessarily be there but if you are feeling like a friendship isn't going great or isn't working out and you don't communicate that they're never going to think there's an issue you come into the stage of over analyzing everything and it's never good that's the stage that I live in and you don't want to be my neighbor here (laughs) (laughs) and it's kind of hard to um, get out of that whole overanalyzation stage yeah you really have to accept yourself I think you do and understand that feelings aren't facts and yeah absolutely because they can feel really very very similar very, very like your feelings can be valid and true to you but just because it's your feeling doesn't mean it's it's the the whole truth. They they always say what there's like three sides to every story, yours, theirs, and the truth. And feelings kind of are one side to the whole situation. You know, you could be upset about something that isn't real because you've manifested it in your head and you can be fully upset by that. That is real. But you being upset doesn't make the thing true. And this might be easier said, but the world doesn't revolve around us. Yeah. Or me. And I have to remember that. As much as we like to think it does, practice makes perfect on that. Reminding yourself that your feelings don't get to dictate how the situation goes. Absolutely. And communication is very much key, like you said in here. And it's not like you're communicating with a stranger. If this person is your friend, you have no reason to like be super nervous about it. They're going to hopefully hear you out on the situation. They're going to love you regardless. And they're probably going to have 
a better understanding of how their own actions affect people because they could be completely oblivious. I've had friends call me out on stuff before that I was like, oh shit. I was so up, wrapped up in my own ish that I hadn't even looked at the situation from that perspective. And it completely, number one, shifted how I dealt with those people. And number two, shifted how I viewed my selfishness in the situations and just my lack of. Yeah, it's a real learning experience. It doesn't just come automatically. It's something you do have to practice. It's a skill. As we're learning, many of these things are skills in life. So our takeaways here are that adult friendships are not the same as your as adolescent friendships. They take work. They take two people doing that work because we're no longer here for one-sided friendships. One-sided friendships are dead. Along with low-rise jeans, stop trying to make them come back. <laughs> Fuck. We already have to deal with crop tops. Like, we don't need the low-rise jeans to come back. I feel like it's always, like, an adverse relationship with the Dude. crop tops and the low-rise. Like, you only see the high-rise with the crop but, tops. Yeah. But then the low-rise comes out when you have, like, a little bit of, what do you call it? Like, a longer shirt? Yeah, like What a, is that called? An appropriate shirt. I'm yeah, walking around. Appropriate. I'm walking around like fucking Winnie the Pooh in crop tops all summer. <laughs> Jesus. Pooh bear. At least, no, thank God for the high-waisted jeans. All right, that was a, sorry, that was a side. That was just something clearly that I felt passionate about. <laughs> Pooh Bear had a great relationship with Christopher Robin and Piglet, by the way. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why I decided to say that. Because (laughs) Pooh Bear was a good, Pooh Bear was a down-ass friend. He was. He was. Pooh Bear is a good blueprint for how to be as a friend. Absolutely. I think actually that's a great thing to bring up. (laughs) Be more more like Pooh. (laughs) P-O-O-H. Don't be a piece of shit. (laughs) Our other takeaway from this is communication. Communication in all relationships, but don't forget about communication with your friends. If you're feeling some type of way, you got to tell them. If not, you can't get mad because you got got. And if you're not being honest, what the fuck is the point? So go out there and make those adult friendships last. Make them work. Because when you do make them work and you are doing all the right things for adult friendships, they're so fun. And they're fulfilling. They really are. Platonic soulmates exist. It all makes sense at the end of the day. That's right, guys. We're here for full circle moments. At our square table. At the square table. (laughs) If you are not following us on social media, please just follow us. Like, it's so annoying to have to beg. We're women in our 30s. We have no idea how to do social media. We're not good at it. Another thing we're working on. But follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Spotify and Apple Music. Be on the lookout for the rest of our July posts, including some posts later in the summer on bar etiquette, you heathens. And remember, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing.